Welcome to the Black Girl Flow Podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old Black girls working every day to be in flow. And we want you along this journey with us. Liv and I have dedicated this podcast to creating space for Black women to flow freely in life, love, and identity. Y'all know the vibes, which is why we're super excited to bring you all this series dedicated to flow. In this series, we will take a deeper dive into the nuances of living a life in flow. Asking questions like, what does it mean to be in flow? How do we cultivate flow within ourselves? And what are the tools that can help us do that? During this, we will unpack all of that with the hopes that we find alignment and deeper purpose. Y'all know that when we can achieve flow by centering ourselves and our well-being, then we can truly accomplish anything. And we hope that we build a community that wants to find their flow. We hope y'all enjoy. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. We are so grateful that you are joining us for yet another episode, one of our final episodes before we end 2022. Wow. I can't believe how fast this year has gone by. I'm kind of like still processing 2019, but here we are about to enter another year. And you already know we love to start our episodes off with a quick pulse check. So Lexi, I'm going to pass it to you. How are you feeling? What is your frame of mind entering this episode? Honestly, the fact that it is December blows my mind. Like we are in full-fledged holiday countdown. The lights are up. They're twinkling. The house smells like a Christmas tree. Full freaking send. I'm hype, man. <laughs> yeah, like, this is your prime. I know. Like I I am living. I'm living for it. I don't know why we don't keep lights up all year round. Like it is just a simple delight to have a twinkle. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. I feel like, I feel like you just zipped down your human costume and an elf popped out (laughs) and you're like, I didn't know it was like that Christmas tree up year round game. It's not even, it's not Christmas year round. It's really just the lights. Like why do we only experience joy like this in December? It's like, there's so much more, there's so much more for this. We should put this in the middle of the year, but Mm. I'm doing, I'm doing good. I'm excited for December. I already like with work and stuff, it's already booked and busy. So I'm excited to just kind of roll through the next couple of weeks and then get some really good time off. So, you know, Christmas, if for those who are celebrating falls on like the weekend. So you get like an extended time off. Um, and I'm mm. really looking forward to enjoying all of that. Do you think you could convince you and your boyfriend to have matching holiday pajamas? Absolutely not. <laughs> I think <laughs> I don't think so. And I and he loves me a lot, and I think that might be a stretch. But you know what? I'd have to ask because we are definitely dispelling a lot of holiday myths. He thinks I went caroling as a child, which that was not what I did. It's a very low-key holiday for sure, Mm. but I enjoy it thoroughly. 
And I think the reason that people are shocked by this is because I do not care about any other holiday. So to see me get excited about a holiday feels odd for people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm here for it. I, I appreciate the Christmas cheer, the holiday cheer that, um, holiday lovers come with. You are not here. So how are you doing? (laughs) <laughs> I know y'all me and Lexi I'm in Atlanta she's in North Carolina I'm here spending time with the fam and you know it's so interesting uh because Atlanta is obviously the mecca of blackness and beautifulness and creativeness and it's always interesting coming back home because I this is I feel like the first time I've been home since the beginning of the year and I have never had my own space so now that I've had my own space in North Carolina and then I come back home to my home, I'm just like, okay, all right. You know, we're, <laughs> we're in it. We're, 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 um, you know, just trying to figure out how to establish uh, my go-to spots and just kind of get comfortable. That's the thing. Once you leave, it never feels the same coming back. Like, yeah, and I think I told you that I was like, it's this. ruined from here on out. Once you have your own space, you have your mm-hmm. own rhythm and rhyme. It's hard to default to go back to before that time. Yeah, it's really interesting. I, this is the first time I've experienced that. So it's been cool. You know, I'm a family girl, but uh, it's like, what is there to do right now? <laughs> I just feel like with it getting dark at 5 p.m., I don't know what to do with my time. As soon as it gets dark, I'm like, time for me to go to sleep. Uh, And I feel like just twiddling my thumbs a lot. Yeah. So, you know, it's cool, though. Because sometimes boredom is an appropriate experience. Sometimes we need to feel that. But we'll keep checking up on you. But if for, let the record stay, I do miss Olivia. Don't worry, the band is getting back together in January. Um, and we just all need a little good recharge and some good QT time with the fam bam. And I feel like there are a couple of people that are like, wait, like they moved out. They don't. <laughs> there are some people who have been evil eyeing us and like and waiting for waiting. our demise for sure. Yeah. y'all. Cause you oh know, when you gosh. got a good thing going, people are like, uh, suspicious, but suspicious. we're holding out We're we already broke our records. So we're happy about that for sure. But I'm really oh go ahead oh I was gonna say I'm really excited to get into this series too because what better time what a better time and there is a little bit I think with the holiday season like nostalgia and reflection and pensiveness we've been talking about this for the past couple of months to kind of prep us and prime us since we're in the fall time and then winter is very much the hibernation and restfulness And so we thought no better way to end this year than doing this flow series, which we, everybody knows about our rebrand and really embodying the flow lifestyle, but we've never really spent a lot of time breaking it down in this way. And so I'm excited to take people along with us to talk about how we understand this and really actually like the science behind it, because it might be something that people want to embrace into the new year 
um, into this kind of energy that they're stepping into and what they're cultivating for themselves. So in this episode, we'll be talking a lot about the head of it all, which is just like, what does it really mean to be in flow and what is the flow state? Because that's not something Liv and I made up. It's actually like a literal psychology term to be in the flow state, which is essentially this kind of what one author, Mihaly uh, Chitsamihaly, also talked about in his book Flow, um, which was saying that it's about the optimal state and it's about creating these kind of right conditions where your focus and your dopamine and serotonin are like all occurring at the same time. So we want to break that down a little bit because it's really important for us to understand what we're trying to achieve in a very literal sense, but then also what it means for us as black women who are having like a very different experience in our life. And so we really just want to break that down and give a little bit of background. And I think the one thing that I want to talk about, regardless of flow being this kind of what some people talk about, like is described as a mental state in which a person is completely focused on an activity, but it is also associated with like a high level of happiness and like uh, optimal experience. And the thing that I really love about this is it doesn't just happen off of a whim like we know emotions too, right? You can go from happy to sad. You can go from sad to mad. Like we have these kind of bursts of emotions. Flow is not that. This idea of flow as a state has always fascinated with me because it's quite literally a progression of something and that you have to kind of go through this cycle to achieve it. And so that cycle, people talk a lot about like the four stages of flow, which is the struggle phase, the uh, release phase, um, the flow stage, and then the recovery stage is kind of that cycle of how you would experience flow. And so we're going to break that a little bit down for people, but Liv, is this something that was like new to you or how how do you feel hearing about more of like the scientific state of flow? Yeah, I think a a lot of people talk about flow in relation to the mind body soul connection like you want to have um you know you want to be in flow physically you want to be in flow like mentally you want to be in flow emotionally and so i'd always heard it within that context i think when it comes to black women in flow and seeing more movements around Black women healing, I didn't really see a lot of representation around what those spaces could look like, what flow really could be for us. Um, And I think as a creative, we talk a lot about being in the zone, being in the flow. And Mm -hmm. so I felt like that was always a state of mind that I strive to be in because that's when you're most inspired that's when you can put in you know the most amount of like creative projects all of that stuff but the more I started to learn just about women's cycles and how we operate on a circadian rhythm we oftentimes have like a peak time in the month where we're the most creative and then we have you know the time where it kind of crashes a little bit and we need to just kind of chill out. And that's usually like when our period's on and, you know, we're just kind of focused on being in the home. And then after that, you feel energized. And so I was, once I started learning more about how women are versus men, because I think when we talk about flow, when it comes to men, men are definitely more linear. So Mm. they can just 
do 1% better each day. And then that's just <laughs> the way that, that we're supposed to be wired to be in flow or like achieve mm -hmm. success, becoming 1% better. But then when you learn how women operate, it kind of gives you that, uh, you know, another headboard to kind of go off of and be like, okay, maybe it doesn't have to, maybe me being in flow doesn't have to look like what all of mm. these self-help experts are telling mm. me it need, needs to look like. Cause a lot of them are men. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more in feeling like this cycle gave a lot more flexibility and realistic nature to how it feels in life, mm. because it's not always the stepping upstairs, like one after another, after another. And that's why I'm really fascinated with like the four stages of flow, because it gives more light to the process and the evolution of it. And it's all of the things that we always talk about that we're, you know, when we talk about there's a realness to we ha like struggle just because you want to be a healed girl. And just because you've been doing the work and going to therapy does not mean that you don't experience like the ridiculousness of life, the irritability of life, the hardship of life. So even the fact that it's like, it starts to achieve the optimal experience, it starts with struggle. And I'm mm. like, who knows struggle better than a black woman in the United States? Like, I'm like, which something for me is that epitome of, you don't have to stay in that. It, yeah. is, it is something that you can use to get to this optimal experience. And that idea of a state, a state of mind, we talk about mindsets all the time. So the fact that being in flow can also be a mindset and can be a state of your being, to me is just so freeing, so, so freeing. And what I love is that the thing after flow is recovery because it's giving rest as some resistance. Y'all, I've been reading uh, the book, uh, Rest is Resistance, and I'm telling you, it's really the key. And so there's things like that, that in my body I knew already, but to see it in this way feels very validating. Yeah, I think that's so beautiful. And I think to kind of go off of what you're saying, like when it comes to rest being resistance or just like the concept of rest being resistance, I used to beat myself up so much when I felt stagnant. I used to be mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm not moving quick enough. I'm not moving. Like I don't have any ideas. And so for the first stage to be struggle or the first stage to be, you know, I, I think struggle can almost be sometimes synonymous with stagnance, but like the way it's all about the way we frame these things, because it's like, are you really being stagnant? Are you just like in a period of rest and you're still thinking and like being an active thinker in some, it's like some weeks I feel like, and I think I've told you this some weeks, I feel like being on meetings and listening. And then some weeks I feel like doing so mm -hmm. it's all about being more in tune with your body. And I think as women, we just have to figure out the ways in which we can connect with, again, like we've talked about divine feminine energy yeah. um, to access our highest state of harmony, our highest state of flow. Yeah. And I think we'll definitely post something on social too for people to get a visible, but I just want them as we now start to think about how does this very scientific way of understanding flow show up in the community that we're trying to cultivate here with black girl flow. But I just want people to know, right? Like 
that struggle phase is very much when life has got you by the cojones. <laughs> when it's like you have situations that are outside of your control, right? We can all calm them. Just like you're saying, Liv, like you are in meetings regardless of if you want to pay attention or not. These are just right. situations that are beyond. But then the release stage is really acknowledging that it is outside of your control and not necessarily disassociating or detaching, but having that mindset shift of saying like, this is my current situation. This is the reality of it. And I recognize that I can't control it, but I'm going to slow down my being to try and just acknowledge it and have a, have a realistic approach. And then I, right after that then is your flow stage which is that expansion of awareness now that you've slowed yourself you recognize your current situation you can increase your awareness and focus on a particular activity and what i always love is when people talk about being in flow and especially creatives like yourself they're like i lost track of time like i was doing this task i got this burst of productivity and like i didn't even need to eat like i just wanted to finish this and you kind of achieve that kind of optimal experience and your body's so focused on it. It doesn't even send off any of the other neurotransmitters to say that you have other needs. And then you have a little bit of that recovery that because you expended so much of that energy, it's time for you to quite literally, they talk about like, you have to go to sleep. Like you have to sleep and the sleeping will help cement that as like a positive experience and also help recharge all the energy. So I just want people to have like a very clear visual of how that shows up in our day to day. But now we have to kind of make the connection for how does being in flow bring us to black women and cultivating community and how, why, why did we choose to do this? Oh my gosh. I think we chose to have this space so that we could provide a safe space for Black women to heal, to envision their highest self, to uh, connect with other Black women that are trying to do the same things. Um, You know, this was an idea that initially started with college girls being the focus, but Mm -hmm. then we took it towards just black women in general, because we believe that everyone needs the resources and tools and also the space to just kind of let a deep exhale out and be like, ah, like I can let myself, I can be free of judgment. I can talk about my jealous moments. I can talk about the times I lacked boundaries. I can talk about the times that I, uh, you know, didn't protect my peace Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. And we can work towards gaining gaining understanding and gaining the tools to to be better because I think our whole mission is that you know black women we we need to liberate the black woman you know so uh, we have this space to do that (laughs) keep it 100 like it's that and only that (laughs) what do you think well, I just remember, I remember reading that the book flow and it was when I was abroad and this was very much one of those experiences for me. Um, when I have a book and you read it when it's time to be read and it kind of meets you in the present moment. And the, the biggest takeaway was, oh yeah, black people are going to need this. Like mm-hmm. black people are going to need flow for that healing and liberation. And a lot of 
people associate flow too with water. And I think that that's, it has very healing properties and energy. And to me, you just can't convince me that black women are not one of the most energetic beings on this planet. And for me, the idea of being able to be in that flow state, which is to focus on a particular thing and pour all of your energy into that. I associate if black women can put that flow and attention on themselves and mm. understand their own experiences and that they can be in the flow state going within to your point we can really expand not just the consciousness but the liberation and healing that's necessary and so for me that math just maths the way that it is like it's so clear two plus two but i want people to understand that we can give that attention to ourselves it's not that it has to go to something else and you're right so much of our purpose and the reason we center topics around the tools that people and topics that people can start to you know embody in their life is to ultimately help them reach their higher purpose while being very yeah. realistic of it's not an easy process it doesn't look linear and you're constantly asking yourself these questions but I think our goal is when we can achieve flow by centering and focusing on our well-being, then we actually accomplish, we can accomplish anything. And along with that, we're building the community that will sustain that growth. Because you can go through a flow stage once, but don't you want to continue to have those optimal experiences? Well, yeah, then you need to be adjusting your community and your environment so that you can continue to do that. And I think for us, we see that as Black women, doing this together and committing to that helps us achieve that alignment and ultimately that peace within ourselves that I believe is the light that nobody can dim. Oh my gosh. Oh, I couldn't have said it better. It's like being in flow and just having flow as a state of mind. It's just bigger than setting goals. It's a practice. Yes. Uh, yes. I get so, so hyped thinking about it because if you know something so good, like, why would you not want it for all your sisters, your mamas, your aunties? Like, that's what we do when you know, when you're like, yo, I got this pajama set and it's hitting, like you try and put everybody on. So why are we yeah. not trying to put everybody on to the healing and the inner peace journey? <laughs> yeah. And it's so interesting. Cause I've been, I feel like North Carolina has healed me in a lot of ways. Um, just in having communal space with you and also, I think living a slower life, I've been able to think more about the decisions that I've made that's impacted me, the things that I wish that people didn't do towards me, like all of the things. And, um, you know, I'm just really excited to see what else we'll be able to accomplish within this space for you all, because there's just so much more to come. And we want you all to walk away feeling like, ah, like, I'm healed or I'm, I'm on the process. I'm in the process of healing now. Like yeah. I can, I can let down my shoulders and be fine. Yeah. And now that we have this kind of kickoff episode to just talk very tangibly about what it means to be in the flow state, I'm excited to keep exploring this because if it piques people's energy about what it means to be in flow, then I think the next thing we have to be able to do, like you're saying, Liv, is recognize what it feels like to be in that state. Because it's not going to be this like 
confetti bursting of rainbows and unicorns and like all this right. stuff. We can learn about it, but then we want to be able to be able to say in our life, this is how it's happening. This is where I'm at in that phase and really sit in the feeling of that. Because if we don't have that awareness, it's not going to hit the same way because it's all about slowing down, having the conscious awareness of it and taking care of ourselves so that we can keep that path going. And so I'm excited for our next episode to dive a little bit more into the heart of the conversation and talking about what it feels like, how you can even support other people who are in that flow state, how we can be in community and how that community feels different when there's other people who are committed to flow, Mm -hmm. just like you're saying, because that's our goal is to bring everybody along with us in this journey. And I'm just super excited that this is the series that we're ending up off with. And so if y'all got questions about flow, let us know. We want to answer them um, and we want to bring y'all along with us. So we cannot wait for next episode to, to continue the conversation. Yes. And with that, we end it with peace, love, blessings. We will catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Y'all. All right. That wraps up our episode this week. We'd really appreciate if y'all could rate us on Apple and Spotify as it really helps grow our BGF tribe and support our podcast. As always, the conversation continues on Instagram and TikTok. So connect with us there if you want to join in on all the kikis. With that said, we will see y'all next time. Rest well, folks.